Welcome to ACM's Vault of Cult. This is our second episode focusing on comic book movies. I uh, really enjoyed the first episode with Antonio when we discussed Return of Swamp Thing. Hope you enjoyed it too. Uh, track down the film and the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, this episode we focus on Buck Rogers in the 25th century. It was a TV series but the pilot episode got a cinema release in many places of the world and was available on video and DVD individually as a movie so we're doing it. And and um, yeah, really enjoyed it. James uh, Rowe from King Street Cinema joined me once again for this. He'd never seen the movie. He'd seen bits of the TV show, but not a lot. So um, massive fan of this growing up with all these things that we base these shows on. And James, who's about my same age, new to it. So uh, did he enjoy it or is it just a case of I love it because of nostalgia reasons? His well, it was meant to be a short chat about it, but it turned into quite a long one. And uh, we go off and talk about many film, many things, film, sci-fi, uh, etc. Hope you enjoy it. In the year 1987, at Cape Kennedy, NASA launched the last of America's deep space probes. Aboard this compact starship, a lone astronaut... Captain William Buck Rogers was to experience cosmic forces beyond all comprehension. His trajectory was disrupted by an explosion. In the wink of an eye, his life support systems were frozen by temperatures beyond imagination. Ranger 3 was blown out of its planned trajectory. Buck was frozen by elements so instantaneous and perfect that he was fully preserved and living when bound by the forces of a draconian army and taken aboard the King's flagship Draconia. You were aboard the King's flagship Draconia under command of the Royal Princess Ardala on its way to Earth on a peace mission. Oh. Give him something for his discomfort. Oh. Are you a real life princess? <laughs> I think we've given our captain a little too much medication. We're going home. Great. Where's that? On Earth. All right. Put down the back game aboard. Put away the cars. Lucky Buck is back. This is quite a setup. It's Colonel Daring, commander of Earth's defenses. Take this barbarian in for interrogation. Hey. Hey, wait a minute. Captain Buck Rogers, you are now in the 25th century. I think I want it right now. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, uh, rock? No. What are you doing? Let's go get him down. It's a little before your time. It frightens you.
James, hello. Hello again. You're, you're back. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Um, we said we'd get you one of the comic book ones. Yes. Um, did you listen to the Return of Swamp thing, the last episode? Oh, God. No, sorry. That's all right. They're, they're too busy. Too busy, yes. Yeah. Oh, you listened to them when you were on them, yeah. Um, which I know you don't. Um, it's true. <laughs> uh, this is the second one. I didn't really think we were going to do this, but um, I love the TV series of Buck Rogers, which I watched a lot growing up. But the pilot episode did get a theatrical release, a different edit for the cinema, and on the Blu-rays you can get hold of that cinematic version of Awakening, which was the original pilot double episode so I think it does count as a movie as it was a fairly big hit yeah it, was, it must be must yeah. be counted as a movie I suppose yeah. Yeah, got a theatrical release yeah um, and you'd never seen it obviously hadn't never you seen it um, did you ever see the series as a kid no I've seen bits and pieces of it but never I probably watched it no. yeah so did it just pass you by or did you just not like the look of it or? yeah it just passed me by really I did quite like the look of it but it just yeah another one of those things like yeah, yeah. there's so many shows Exactly, yeah. I mean, they were, I call it, it was on um, the repeats of it, well, it would have been about 12, sort of tea time on mm -hmm. BBC Two, I think it was. Mm. And I can remember vividly, I used to, I'd have been younger than that, because I used to go to, you know, Beavers, the free Cubs oh, yeah. thing, and Buck Rogers was on. I didn't want to go, I wanted to watch Buck Rogers. <laughs> um, and then they repeated it a bit later, and, and yeah. it, was, it was on a fair bit, and up until recently, Fairly regularly, I suppose it might appear on some of the Sky channels. I don't think it's on any, any streaming, but as I mentioned, there's Blu-rays, DVDs of it are all out. Uh, quite a reasonable price, to be honest. And um, they've only done two seasons, but we're mainly going to talk about the movie, yes, and uh, which came out in 1979 in America. Yeah, uh, 3.5 million budget. Yeah, and it made in North America alone over 21 million. That's true. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Very good. Yeah. Um, I, I get the feeling it might not have been intended to be made for the cinema, hence the budget. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's shot for television. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's not even widescreen, the version no, I saw. No, it's not. Um, there is on the newer Blu-ray, there's a um, restored version, where they might have stretched it to widescreen, but I don't think at the time, I think it would have been shown in, in the cinemas in Letterbox, not yeah. Letterbox, the square. Yeah, um, which is called a Academy. There we go. For yes. 4.3 on your TVs. Yes. There we go. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it, it, to me, it doesn't feel like a, a film. It still feels like TV. Uh, did you get that when you watched Completely. it? Completely. Yeah. 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 But um, you, watched it, I think you watched it twice. I have. I've seen it twice now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start with, yeah, what are your thoughts on the basic plot? Yeah. Um, I mean, simple, very simplistic. Yeah, but uh, from today's standards, charming. You yeah. know, it's nice to watch something that is very simple. That's not, uh, you know, overcomplicated with many characters with many different themes. Yeah. You know, you get that a lot in modern shows, especially sci-fi kind of shows. Yeah, sort of like either supernatural kind of things or, you know, I say sci-fi. But yeah, it's just straightforward to the point. You know, this yeah. is this is our hero. He's very typical of the time. You know, you've got your very typical bad guys or, you know, people that might be bad guys, might be good guys kind of thing. Yeah. But still, you're like, okay, you know where you are with this. Yeah. And it's got quirky characters. It's got funny characters. You know, it's got nice looking people in it. You know, yeah. very the, the, the characters <laughs> are very comic book. They're very cartoon. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And they look, you know, it's very stylized and, um, you know, just 
yeah. bit of course you've got to mention Star Wars you can't help it when it's uh, space opera type things yeah, I mean, after the, Star Wars was made I mean it's fair to say this would not have happened if it wasn't for Star Wars yeah. being, being a big hit being, being, yeah. but it's not really that I mean the story is nothing like Star Wars. oh no not at all um, just, just, the, just the overall you know Look, the yeah. look of just people being in space with spaceships bam 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 shooting each other you know, yeah that I mean kind the, of thing. it does start with well firstly what I want to mention is the intro of it is Buck it announces that he was the last NASA space mission in right. 1987 they set him up on his own basically got frozen and 500 years later yeah um, that's all done really quickly um, which is great. I think it works nowadays. I think just watching this TV series late, um, lately mm. and the Resident Evil one that's been on, yeah. I think if this was made now, the chances are you'd have got him going into space, leaving his family, and all oh, of course. would be going on simultaneously well, to. This is it. I mean, the origin story would be there. So you'd have an origin story, at least episode or episodes. So before you even get to him being in the 25th yeah. century. Yeah, or, or yeah. it would be flashbacks, which happens yeah. a lot now. Yeah, you I, might I get a flashback episode. Yeah. Like a whole episode yeah. of how he got to being where he yeah. is. Yeah. That sort of thing. Oh, you're right. I mean, the, he mentions he had his mother and father were still alive. Yeah. Um, he had a, bro a brother or brothers. I can't remember if it was one or just if it were many. He had a, a, a relationship. Don't know if it was, a, he mentioned if it was a wife or a girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. So he had all of these people in his life that were still there. It wasn't like he was just nobody, you know, no family, no nothing. Uh, so that's mentioned. So yeah, if it was made now, all of those characters would be in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but he sort of he goes from really he doesn't get overly upset about it. No, um, <laughs> no. But he mentions it, and then in the in the later series, he'll just make the odd, the odd mention to someone he misses or whatever. But yeah. he seems fine in this. Yeah, decade. I mean, it's amazing. He does wakes up five hundred years later, and he's pretty well. I, at the first initial thing is he thinks it's a dream yeah right he thinks he's hallucinating or something clearly and he's not too fussed because of that but then when he realises it's not he's still like I'm still cool with it he's like oh, okay alright yeah. yeah. isn't he like, medicated as well don't he does mean? they medicate him sort of you know because he's got he says he's got a headache and he wants an aspirin they don't yeah. know what an aspirin is but they figure that he wants a pain medication they give him whatever it is that they give him and it just makes him go a bit loopy yeah. that's the first sort of comedy we see yeah. he goes a bit silly yeah. um, and also when he um, one thing that I like when he's frozen you see him frozen yeah they used, I think, like something like just shower gel or something. Oh yeah, he looks yeah. like um, he doesn't look frozen at yeah. all. Like but the um, <laughs> some he, stuff on him. he did fall asleep. Well, in that scene, he's actually right. asleep. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. And they use that, so that, oh, that's that's good. Yeah. So it's, it's Jill Jared, isn't it? That is Jill Jared. That so is the actor's name. Yeah, because um, um, I don't know. I think it's Gill. Gill. Um, yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. It's Gill, not Jill. Um, and. Um, Gil Gerard, yeah. Uh, I've never seen him in anything else, mainly TV apparently, from what looking yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, um, I've seen him in more recent things. He's done like B-movies and stuff. He was in a right. film in 1976 called uh, Hooch, which was, he starred in. That was a cinematic release. Uh, never seen it. No. He was in Airport 77. Yeah, I mean, I know of the film, but I've never seen no, it. No, I haven't. So. No, I've seen the spoof. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he's very of the time. He's very Lee Majors. Oh, completely. I mean, he's, this is why if you like that period and you have not seen this, you will not dislike this. It is everything of that period. Yeah. Right. So. Um, 
he is he is the archetypal it's it's very um, you know cool um, ladies love me kind of guy he's like a space james bond yeah um i'm not never have been a massive bond fan but i think i like this more when i was young because it's just the sci-fi element it's a bit more fun than bond in my opinion definitely um and it, it could have the sexist elements, but I don't think in the way Bond does. Um, I, I've only every, seen every woman seems to fall in love with him in this. Yes, yeah. um, yeah, you said that because in the pilot that doesn't happen, apart from the main. Well, no, it does happen, but there's uh, only two two, two yeah. women in 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 the show. Really, I think completely in the in the uh, episode or a film. film yeah, but uh, as you say. Um, and further episodes, it's just constantly every woman he meets falls in love. Yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, but in this, you've got um, Pamela Hensley is the the princess who's the, yes. kind of the the villain. Yes, uh, she comes back for a few episodes in the series. Right. Also, this is mainly what I know her from. She was in Rollerball as well, apparently. Yeah, um, I mean, I've seen Rollerball a couple of times. Love it, yeah. uh, but I don't remember her in it as much because I mean, Rollerball. For all its greatness, it's not. It is really a man's movie. And yeah, I, I, I don't remember any. She might her. play if she's. He has a uh, wife, I think, in the film. Yeah, <laughs> but doesn't really play a very major role. Yeah, in the movie. But no, I, I think she's really good in it. She's very um, of the time, like villain. Um, yeah. And but then she's obviously attracted to him. Um, reminds me of the the daughter Ming, the merciless daughter character yeah. in um, Flash Gordon, which yes. was actually released after this. Yeah. And um, this is the sort of thing that people would probably think was ripping off Flash Gordon. But they're both um, are they both comic strips? Though? They are, and Buck Rogers actually came out just before. Yeah, um, they might even be made by the same people. I know in the thirties the same actor played them both right. on, in the miniseries because there was a series of this in the thirties and a TV series in the 50s where every episode bar one's been destroyed so that's wow. never get to see um luckily the whole series of this is still available so yeah. um and erin gray who yeah her character in this is somewhat different during the series right. when he first arrived she just seems to hate him for no real yeah, um but, but she later says because she was sort of scared yeah it's it's the very typical of the period uh trope female trope which is that oh i hate you because you're you're too much of a cad and rah 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 but really inside i, I really yeah. like you and i'm I try to hide those feelings i suppose that is a bit princess leia hanso yes completely and um every, and it's every woman in john jones ever, ever yeah met. <laughs> yeah it's that it's that thing. yeah yeah um but there's, there's a scene in it where <laughs> towards the end I well it's we are going to do spoilers where they're kissing and um Buck looks at his watch. Yes, because he's I'm, got a mission. I'm sure that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. James Bond. Yeah, exactly. That's very, that's straight out of Bond. And almost, yeah, that's a nod to it, in fact. It's yeah. not a, um, sort of made me chuckle. But I wouldn't say there's anything in this overly sexist look, as in, no, clear, you know, no, not, 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 not immensely so. Yeah. I mean, um, there's, it, it's, it's just typical of its time. Yeah. You know. I mean, would there anything you wouldn't do now? Well, the opening's stupid. Oh, yeah, that, yeah we, we should, we've got to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, the opening is... He's the, having a dream. Yeah, yeah but... It's, it's, but it's not really... It's just women um, posing 
Yeah, and looking into the camera salaciously is very. That's very Bond, yeah. and with the the theme tune, with yeah. the, the, it's the same theme as the, the se series, which is written. The music was written by um, it's Glenn Larson, isn't it? Who yeah. produced it, wrote it, who done the likes of Knight Rider, oh, and yeah, um, yeah he created Knight Rider, created um, Six Million Dollar Man, and um, well, I don't. Did he create? He had something to do with it. Certainly, probably one of the writers, but he also created Battlestar Galactica. So. Yeah, which I use a lot with sets from yeah. this as well. Yeah, it's um, completely the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks the same. Yeah, so th that was made first, and then. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I, I always enjoyed this a lot more in Battlestar Galactica. Well, watched. Battlestar Galactica is more serious, isn't it? Yeah. It's more of a serious show. Yeah, but it did have face from the A team in it, though. So that's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, this is not serious. No, this, um, is, good, this is good times. Good times, fun yeah. show. And. Um, we could have to mention the the robot character. Oh, of course. I mean, it, it is it is the star of the it, show. It, yeah. Um, Twicky. So, yeah, with the, I was going to do an impression. Oh, okay, you want to? No, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, he does the little beep 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 yeah. thing. Um, originally, he was only going to talk like that. Yes. Because they thought it was yeah. too much like R2D2. Right. Yeah. They decided to to give him one liners basically. <laughs> And uh, I love how he references things that wouldn't apply to them. No, I mean, it's, he, he references like getting in a taxi and stuff. Yeah, no yeah. taxi. Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> um, you dirty. Yeah. That's another Yeah, he says things like groovy, which yeah. is like, no, but he, you're my kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, which is the last line in the film, by the way. Yeah. But he becomes his little buddy, and. Um, mm. But it's interesting because it's quite a well-known actor in the costume, Felix. Yeah, um, again, like loads of uh, obviously a dwarf actor, and uh, in many, many loads just, of things. You know, just name anything from the yeah. period he would have the, been. The in. things that I've written down that he's in that I would know him from is yeah. um, Batman Returns, yeah. Ghostbusters Two, and Spaceballs. Yeah, um, he's actually got a familiar face. He was in Ewok so. as well. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, He's, he's, he's most well known for this, and yeah. um, the, what I find interesting is he's got a human-looking face, but there's no expression on it. But it still seems to work. Yeah, um, and that's all in his body movements, Absolutely. and he's quite restricted in that. Yeah, um, not as restricted as say R two D two, but there's no flashing lights going on or yeah. anything. Um, voiced by Mel Blanc, yeah. who I don't think is credited in this. Um, he is in the series, right? But I don't think. No, I, don't, I didn't see a credit for him. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think so, but he, he is him, um, yeah, is, yes. and um, I think to save money in the second series, they've done a lot to save money in the second series, and mainly the scripts, didn't write them, but um, uh, okay. they, they re-voiced re him, and uh, the fans complained, um, right. protested, wrote to him, and they changed him back, they did right. get him back, they listened, which is quite, quite interesting. But did he, not, did he not want to do it? I think it was a budget thing. Oh, right, he couldn't, they couldn't afford him. Yeah, well, they just wanted to cut yeah, back yeah, on budget. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first series is very like the movie, very now be described as campy, mm -hmm. lots of different sets, um, yeah. all the costumes, that sort of thing. Um, the second series, they moved it all to they were in a starship, right? And it became like Star Trek, and there was a character called Hawkman who was pretty much like Spock who was right. really serious oh, okay. um, I still quite like it it's still for me very watchable so some great episodes but it's not the first series sure. um, a lot of that came from um, our man Gil who wanted it more serious apparently um, which is a shame because I mean I, I never looking at this is not the sort of thing that would have run forever because of the the money they spent yeah. on it 
Um, and back, you know, then more than now, I think time has changed. If you look at something like was remembered fondly, like the Monsters, mm. that only ran for like two years, and then people sort of got bored yeah. and um, moved on, so to speak. And yeah, the thing sure. with the Monsters was um, that was black and white, and then Batman came along yeah. in 1966. I think they clashed, and that was bright, colourful, and it just wiped the floor with it really yeah. and then Batman only ran for two or three years itself. it did it was short yeah. Yeah. After, but they made a lot of episodes in that short time mm-hmm. um, probably all kind of filmed at once and just get the actors in and yeah. um, and re- really fun but the Batman I wanted to mention because a lot of the villains went on the, the actors they, they called back basically for this they yeah. wanted uh, you had Cesar Romero yeah. um, is it Frank Gorson is it, who was the Riddler yeah. uh, Roddy McDowell who uh-huh. was great in everything and Julie Newman, yeah, and then also you had guest stars from the um, the time, like Jamie Lee Curtis was famously in it, yeah. um, in I think the second or third episode, okay, and that would have been when her career was just, just starting up, yeah. yeah. So people would know her face, um, yeah. but yeah, it's just not a yeah. huge star yet. I think it might have been after Halloween, her trying to do things more family orientated, because she did have that sort of scream queen with. It was prom night yeah, around the same uh, time, yeah, and stuff into Terror Train. Yeah, it was into Trading Places. Yeah, that's so it. Is when she starts to become more sort of known in the mainstream movies, yeah. uh, not just horror films. Which is a great film. It is. Um, yeah, so you sort of, I mean, um, Pamela Hensley was the guest star in this, I, I suppose. But yeah. she wasn't that big, you know, but that, that, I, I, that's how I see it. But yeah. there's a lot of sort of character actors in this. Um, uh, was he jo- um, Joseph Wilsman we mentioned or Wiseman is it I can't yeah Wiseman yeah he's in loads of stuff um, yeah, he's hardly in it um, he gets uh, he gets accredited at the op- in the opening credits as a sort of guest yeah. star you know guest they talk about his character a lot yeah because um, he's the father of uh, the princess yeah should we mention his look and that's something that probably wouldn't be yeah. done there it's, yeah. It basically it, looks like Ming the Merciless it is that sort of Ming the Merciless thing yeah and I mean obviously the film hadn't come out yet the Flash Gordon movie yeah. but the character existed and the yeah. look existed so I'm sure they uh, probably thought yeah. of that as an inspiration yeah you but know. I mean you, I don't think you'd do that look now and, may, and maybe I don't know the comic strip yeah. of this Buck Rogers um, I don't know if a character like that existed in the comic strip yeah, I mean, maybe um, yeah. that's what it's based on I have no idea yeah. Okay. Um, but, but yeah you're yeah. right today it, it, you know it just looks it just looks trashy. Yeah, it's, like, it's very Fu Manchu, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, you know. So I don't think you'd do that. Um, yeah, it would get a lot of complaints now. Yeah. Um, it just wouldn't bother. Yeah, yeah, you, um, yeah you've got to think this is 42 Yeah, years I mean, ago. sadly, people then uh, who were Asian who would have seen it would have just thought, well, that's just, just to be expected. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's warnings at the beginning of Flash Gordon now. Um, yeah, just this is of its time, which I think is fair that they do that and people moan about it but I, I, I think the mistake yeah. they made with the Flash Gordon movie and it was another budget thing is if like in the comics he had a green face I think people wouldn't worry so much because he's obviously an alien man well that's true I mean that is another element to it of course we are talking about it's not a playing a, a human earthling it's, yeah. it's, it's an alien so I mean yeah, yeah. you know that's a, that's a get out isn't it yeah. I suppose 
But most of the aliens in the whole series and all of them in the film just look like humans in this. Yeah, and everyone speaks English <laughs> yeah. and, and there's no sort of, you know, universal translator explained why everyone yeah. can understand each other or, or Babelfish or yeah, yeah, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, like you say, it's simple. And yeah. therefore, I mean, that's be, I mean, even though when this came out on video in the UK, it had a 15 certificate um, for... Uh, innuendo and that sort of thing which I think is strange considering how big the Carry On films would have been about 10 years before which mm. would have been PG yeah um, yeah, um, yeah I'm surprised it's not a PG to be perfectly yeah. honest um, um, I think it would be now I mean uh, mm. um, there's a few sort of things like he makes a easy entry easy re-entrance sort of pun and looks at the camera yeah. in a way um, but that, that's, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's you know, that's nothing that yeah. wouldn't be um, but it, yeah, the, I mean the Blu-rays are 15 yeah and there's, but there's extra stuff on there that might make it that I don't think so no um, it, it says on the back contains strong language I mean there's one there's one swear word in the pilot yeah the, I don't know what else there is in well the there's, there's a bit in an episode where it really sounds like he says the F word mm -hmm. But you put the subtitles on, and he's mentioning an alien planet or ship or yeah. something. And I really don't know why this is Silver 15. I think it might be a case of they don't want to pay to get it reclassified. Maybe. You, know, you have to put it through the system again, sure. and it costs money. Yeah. Um, and same reason why quite often, like when Alien went back to the cinema, that was a 15, but the reissue DVD was 18 because they didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why it is. Um, also, I, I think they probably would never admit this, but if I was when I was a kid, and I, I never saw the video cover of this, and remember it being fifteen. But I remember the one for Airwolf, which was eighteen for the pilot episode, and that really made me want to see it. Yeah. Um, in, and you, you, you'll probably know the story with um, one of the mangas. I don't know if it was uh -huh. Akira or something had a higher certificate to sell it. I don't think it was Akira because that probably should be a fifteen. But yeah, there, as far as I'm, I'm pretty sure Akira has always been a fifteen. Yeah, but I think. There's, you know, they they wanted they pushed these things to have higher standards to I make mean, them appealing. That may be true. I uh, I don't know of that being. I'm, I've never heard that. Right. I would say though, knowing people that have worked for uh, the BBFC, yeah. that they would never admit to that. Oh, no, they would admit it. Don't get me, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah. that that's um, ethically questionable yeah. exactly um, I totally don't think anyone would ever admit it but I think uh, if, you know eight year old Andy who, like, yeah, no, I, I get it yeah, I get so, it from a marketing point yeah. of view a really sleazy marketing point of view yeah. but I mean oh god if that actually was true oh, that's bad that is bad that is really bad mm. yeah <laughs> there you go um, just put it just a theory don't um, <laughs> But yeah, going back to the film, I mean, we touched on the sort of Star Wars. Some of the, it, after the opening, with um, just the intro, which became a shortened version of the intro of the series. Right. There is the the the, the music, almost classical sounding, and the, the the ship. When you first see the ship, it's very Star Wars. Yeah. Not to. It yeah. doesn't seem as big scale, but that's no. kind of Star Wars. Yeah. There's kind of a dogfight X-wing type thing at the yeah. end, very Star Wars. Yeah. That's right. These are all my points of like. I mean, you can't help it. It's impossible not to, uh, yeah. To, you know, to compare just to say, oh look, it's it's a Star Wars uh, influenced sort yeah. of thing. You can't. You just can't do it. You can't make a thing that's set in space. That's a space opera type thing. That's, you know, you can't help but think Star Wars. It's impossible. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's 
Yeah, it's interesting, but it's not a Star Wars ripoff. No, I mean, the story's um, completely different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want, uh, kind of even like the sort of you got the like map paintings of the the background. They don't look very Star Wars. They look um, no. They what don't. was the the French comic that um, more recently was made into a movie? Uh, Luc Basson done it. Do you know what I mean? I can't think what it's called. Yeah, I. Oh, uh, you, you why know, am I not remembering? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, something beginning with V. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, but the, it had that sort of look. Yeah. So it's been the you know, fifth element. Isn't, isn't that the comic that this is completely off? But yeah. uh, the comic which was one of the influences for the the visual look of Alien, like the ship. And yes. Stuff. Yeah. I yeah. Think yeah. It was. Yeah. They made a film about it about five years ago. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Google it. Give you something to do after yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember the actors in it. Um, but it, it, I quite enjoyed it, but it really bombed. Right. Um, but yeah, it was, I didn't see it. It was, um, yeah, but I mean, it, it had that look opposed to the, there's no sort of desert and sort of that sort of Star Wars, yeah. which a lot of the, the films of that period went for. Um, interesting uh, scene or few scenes when they go into like the Forbidden City. Yeah, and, um, it's Chicago, isn't yeah, it? And it yeah, and almost that's got almost horror feel, almost a bit yeah. of it reminds me, kind of horror, but also a bit like The Warriors or something like that yeah. as well. Oh, it looks like the set of The Warriors when they're yeah. walking through the, the city, so yeah. yeah, it's funny because yeah, it's it's meant to be Chicago, but it, yeah, it looks like New York at that time yeah. in the late 70s, which was a lot, you know, in the, in the actual city, it was derelict and buildings yeah. were falling down and stuff, which is what the set is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, you've got characters that are unnamed characters that are living in the city that are defined formed um, we don't know exactly what happened they don't specifically say but there were it seems a lot of different uh, just horrific things happened so probably nuclear wars as well they as, mentioned the great holocaust yeah the great holocaust so I, I, it was probably things like not just nuclear war but also they'd speak of the climate as well and how now they have uh, computers that are managing their climate for the humans because yeah. humans can't be trusted which is a really interesting political point that's made in the show um, or the, the film, you know, very briefly that, yeah, that human beings are no longer allowed to um, to control ultimately their own lives when it comes to serious matters like the climate because they destroyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, the yeah. computers are now in, are in control. So it almost is like, a, like prisoners in a way, yeah. you know, which is interesting. But... Um, that's what they want, you know. They want they want the computers yeah. to do it for them because yeah. because the computers know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I'll mention the computers in, in a minute, but the one thing I thought was quite shouldn't have been comical, but like the only grave you see really straight away he finds his parents. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, he he leaves the city, which is a safe place to be, to go find what happened to his parents. And walking through this derelict place, he finds a graveyard, and somehow, which you know, there's no reason why his parents would be buried there. No. You know, they just there's a graveyard. I'll have a quick look. Oh, there they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's also the the courtroom scene to speak, where it is all the all the yeah. robot machine. Yeah, and then you've got Theo, haven't you? The, the yeah. character. Um, so there's one. There's one uh, computer that's on his side. Yeah, who goes about on Twiggy's around his neck like yeah. a massive necklace he talks yeah and um, that, that character is all the way through the first series at least right and it was a bit bizarre because I think overshadowed by the awesomeness that is Twinkie isn't mm. he so um, that's an interesting kind of 
Yeah, almost forgotten character, but a really big part of the film yeah, as well. It's the double act, though, isn't it? It's, yeah. the, it's the droid double act, yeah. you know, of R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of, if he had have done the beeps, that would have tran you know, translated. Um, but he's not as... He's quite... Well, C-3PO is that annoying know-it-all. This guy just is right. Who's neurotic, though? <laughs> oh, true, yeah, And, yeah, yeah. and uh, Theo isn't, yeah, yeah. which is what the robot, the, the, the computer's called. He's yeah. not. He's a bit naive when it comes to things, but he's not neurotic or, you know, uh, yeah. insane or crazy. He's intelligent. Yeah. But uh, a little naive and a little bit like, yeah, I just want to trust Buck as much as I can. You know, yeah, possibly. but he's proven right. Yeah. Um, that court scene's really interesting because there's loads of the little robot almost head. Yeah. Um, it looks quite cool. Um, yeah, it does. But right. it's, it's also one of those, I've forgotten that scene. It was one of those, really? uh, it should, oh, okay. it's a big, should be a big part of the film. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's done quite quickly. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, it leads up to a really silly bit where they say, right, you are, well, we find you guilty. Sorry, just spoilers. Yeah. Uh, find you guilty. Um, we haven't even explained what he was on trial for, but let's just say he is on trial. Yeah. Uh, something like, uh, you know, uh, treason or something. Um, and uh, so they find him guilty and he's going to be executed immediately. Those yeah. are the words used. And next scene, he's in a cell, or sort of a cell, which looks really nice, talking with... Um, Wilmer, uh, yeah, with Will, who is, uh, yeah, we did mention... Aaron uh, Gray's character. Yeah, Aaron Gray's character, who's a colonel. And uh, she's like, uh, all right, you know, I'll let you go off and uh, prove yourself innocent then. Yeah. But I thought he was getting executed immediately. Yeah. Oh, so he's so calm about it all. <laughs> yeah. He's well, he, because he, he, they explain why, because, uh, you know, him being the cool James Bond type that he is, he knows he's not going to be executed. Yeah, because he's you know? cool. Because he's too cool to be executed. Yeah. yeah. But one of the coolest things about this film is the... <laughs> And there's like a ball type party, and there's a. Yes, that's the best. This is the best yeah, part. Um, the, the dancing scene with the balls. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I seriously, I mean, we watched a movie recently which had a lot of dancing in, which I didn't think mostly, most of the time was that great, which was Girls Just Want to Have Fun. This, the choreography of this is fantastic when they do the, uh, the ball dancing. They're holding like these metal. Yeah. Um, like, like bigger than the sort of ball that David Bowie would hold. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's that. But you mentioned this when we spoke about doing the podcast, and you'd just seen it. How he asked for something rocking to come on. He asked for some rock yeah. music. Yeah. He. Uh, so the music that's playing when they're doing this very well choreographed, uh, very robotic dance move is sort of craft worky kind of tune. So it's again very robotic, very sort of futuristic for the time, but you know, sounds very dated now. Yeah. Um, it's great, it's fantastic. And so he's like bored of that, Buck, and he wants something, goes to the guy who's making the music happen. Um, he is a musician, but he's using some crazy machine to make the music happen. It's cool, it looks awesome. And he says, Yeah, I want something rocky. Do you know rocky, like that sort of thing? And the guy plays something, he's like, No, not like that, you know, just feel it, just feel it. And he starts playing this really funky disco y tune. It's nothing like rock music. And Buck's just like, yeah, that's it. Mm, and starts, you know, grooving like he's at Studio 54 or something. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's great. It is amazing. Yeah. And um, nothing dates a film like the future 
yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. When you see the future in a movie, you just yeah. think this is the most 70s yeah. thing ever. You can think, right, this is the, whatever decade it was made in, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Back to the Future 2 is a prime example. The future in Back to the Future 2. Late 80s. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but what I am, um, well, one thing I do really like about this film is how far in the future they've set it. Yeah. It's like you can't catch up. Or at least, you know, in the lifetime of somebody who watches this film, whereas Back to the Future 2 has yeah. all happened and you know, Blade this, Yeah. But saying that, some, those films, more things have come true than you'd think yeah. when you look at it. But with this, um, I really hope it does. Not not the whole war, uh, yeah. yeah. The destruction but, of but if the future is yeah. that clean, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it does have even though a, what, a horrific thing. So Earth has gone through a horrific thing, and the point that it's got to now is, like I say, they sort of live in a dome and they're con ultimately not ruled by, but looked after by by uh, computers. And it is. It's like utopian, you know. Yeah. Um, they do have to, uh, to a certain degree, rely on other planets. And there's a lot of trade, there's trade and stuff, which I found those parts when they were talking about that, I was like, oh, this is quite interesting. This could lead on to further stories that might be really interesting how they, you know, get by and how they react and relate and have, you know, trade deals and relationships with other planets. That'd be really interesting. But, um, it kind of does happen. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say he's, he's, even though it's got all these influences and. It kind of is its own thing that I like. I mean, it's. I'm so surprised. It's been talked about for ages. I'm really surprised this hasn't been rebooted since. Hmm. Unless you count the cartoon Duck Dodgers with Daffy Duck. Um, <laughs> have you not seen so it? Has that got Mel Blanc in it? Uh, probably. Because probably you're doing Daffy Duck. Yeah, you know? Probably. Because uh, he did do the original Daffy Duck. Oh, I would have done then, I reckon, because yeah. he. Well, he he probably died 15 years ago. Mm. Like um, this would have been the 80s, I imagine. Oh, well, but it's, I remember reading a year or so ago that George Clooney's company's bought this up. Oh, okay. And there's uh, talk of him. I think he's too old. Oh, yeah. I don't um, think he should do... No, but I mean, maybe yeah. if he'd have done this instead or at the time of Batman and Robin, it could have worked. Yeah. Um, he could, I could definitely see him as a more updated version of it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. But, I mean, 25 might, years ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, he must be, what, 60 now? Yeah, well into it. Yeah, because... Gill in this was 35 and was because it's a bit mm. too old. I mean, this is another thing with programs like this. I watched this as a kid, mm. and there's no way that bloke's younger than me now. Come on. You know, you just. This is it. I mean, me and Mandy talk a lot about this, how people used to look a lot older um, yeah. years ago. Um, and she reckons it's just general diet and looking after. People didn't look after themselves as well yeah. as people do nowadays who are celebrities and whatever. So, and just general people. So, when you see someone that's famous, there you go, wow, they look old, don't they? When they're sort of like, say, in their mid 30s, you yeah. think, wow, they look about 50. Yeah, Sid yeah. James was a prime example like, from the Carry On films. Mm -hmm. But also, it is that we saw them when we were young. So a lot of people who, yeah. who, to us, they'll always seem that bit older. Sure. Because... Sure, you, but, you yeah. know, I, yeah, but you, there you do see, you can put someone next to, you know, yeah. two people next to each other, someone who's like 35 now in, you know, the 21st yeah. century, and someone who was, you know, yeah. at that, that age 50, 60, 70 years ago, and you go, wow, 
I mean, yeah. if you look at like the you know the Rat Pack and stuff like that, like Dean Martin and and people, mm-hmm. you know, like bloody hell, you look you look quite wrinkly in your in your thirties yeah. and forties and stuff. Okay, well, yeah. yeah, and it's just yeah, it's just smoking and drinking too much. I mean, that's ultimately it. Yeah, yeah. which people don't do as as much as they used to. No, nah, yeah, it's, it's something, uh, but it, it, it's, it's not such a thing yeah. in Hollywood now. I suppose. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's um, but to me, I mean, it, it does. It looks like he's so much older than his female co-stars. Yeah, I think, and I well, don't. Uh, and well, he, he probably, is, he probably, is a, probably he's like eight. He's about eight, seven, eight years older. Yeah, but he looks a lot, lot yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, it almost looks Sam Neill or Laura Dern. <laughs> At some points, um, yeah. not that he looks that old, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the issue. Well, there's about twenty years between them two. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how old Erin Gray was in this. Um, um, but she would have been early to mid twenties. She wasn't yeah. that old. She's certainly younger than you'd think her character would be, but given her job and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm thinking maybe maybe late twenties, maybe at the most. Definitely no older than that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but then Erin Gray did mention. I mean, I don't know if you've seen her in anything else. This is what no. she's most well known for. But she's done a lot of TV. Right? She done a um, sitcom which was big in America called Silver Spoon. Yeah, she I've, was on, on I've, that no, I've never seen it. I, I quite like it. it. I have seen it. Yeah. Um, she'd have actually been yeah twenty nine. Oh right, guess, well, so, well, yeah. she was born in nineteen fifty. Right. Um, so she's done Silver Spoon for a few years, which was about a. Um, eccentric dad looking after his his kid, kind of a Richie Rich update. Oh, the 80s. okay. Um, but the dad was the the comedy along with the kid, so it's sort of double act. And she right. was the um, she basically worked on the secretary, but ran the house. Right. And that oh, ran for okay. quite a few years, quite enjoyable, but for another very bit of time. Mm. Um, and she pops up in Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, um, you mentioned this when we chatted about it before. Yeah, which um, is the which film. I have seen. Yeah, but I don't, you know, I don't remember her. Yeah, she's, I don't remember the film that many years ago I yeah I mean she's one of the victims basically right. in the spoiler in that um, <laughs> but then a lot of TV work the last thing um, is Tim O'Connor who we haven't really mentioned he's in it um, yes but not in a lot of this at all but he's a more in the series he's the doctor who um, yeah uh, explains gives us a lot of exposition of yeah. the position that, that Bucks found himself in yeah and he's um, basically He's more of the double act with Theo in the series, right? Um, because I think they realise people are going to like thinking he goes off to go with Bart. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the last, the last thing he uh, made was a film called Dreams Awaken, a TV movie with Aaron Gray. Oh. So they worked again. I imagine that might be quite sci-fi. Um, mm-hmm. Never seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was in a lot of stuff as well. 120 credits. Yeah. Um, in the second series of this, um, his character goes, and a British actor. Is it? David Hyde White, is that his name? Like a, a Shakespearean actor, mm-hmm. not Shakespearean, classically trained, yeah. you know. He came in it towards the end of his career and um, apparently really hated it, right. and really hated being in it. Um, mm. And it was one of those, they, they totally changed everything for the second series and probably to revamp it, but um, just ruined it. That's fascinating, if, if the show was popular, if it was doing extremely well, I would be so surprised that uh, um, that, that, that they would change it. Not only based on you know just 
the show was doing really well but the producers and the writers and everybody involved if it wasn't their idea you're telling me it was Gil's idea that the guy well, he, he was pushing it right. I mean um, I'm so surprised that if it was doing well that they would have said uh, unless he said I'm just going to quit like straight yeah. out quit if you don't make this show a bit more um, serious I, I would have I can't imagine. Yeah. I just yeah. Yeah, because it's a that's an error, really. That's a huge error to make. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just it might. I mean, it, I think it was doing well, but mm. maybe it just wasn't doing as well as yeah. Um, and they was liked. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, sci-fi was still a massive thing because it would have been before Return of the Jedi came out. It was actually cancelled. Mm. Um, I'm trying to find the name of that actor. Someone really famous. Um, but I, I can't while I'm at but um, and then they brought in this Hawkman to make to make it more like Star Trek yeah. but it might be the Star Trek movie had been released well, when was yes, that 79 79 so maybe off the back of that they yeah. wanted a Spock type um, maybe. or maybe they would just the fear of people getting bored of it because they were mm. spending so much money on it yeah um, but to be cancelled mid-season as well is quite harsh oh it's uh, that's yeah that's a failure yeah so that, that's re really quite sad, really, yeah. when you think about it. And it's, it's, it's a beloved show. Um, but it is kind of forgotten that there was a movie. You know, everybody knows about the Batman movie. Hmm. But I suppose yeah, that... Yeah, from, you mean from the 60s? From the 60s, yeah. yeah. But I suppose that came... The series already existed. Hmm. Now, if this film wasn't... So if the series had come first and then they released the film, maybe the film wouldn't have been a hit at all. Maybe people... They went to the, the theatres... Maybe... Yeah, new sci-fi um, film. Yeah, that's that's how I it would have thought that was what what was the, in the minds. Um, yeah, of yeah. the creators, they would have thought, right? Yeah, let's let's do a Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or let's do Star Trek. Probably, well, they probably had, um, been working on this before Star Trek had come out. Maybe they probably knew that Star Trek was coming out, and uh, and with Star Wars as well, they probably thought, yeah, let's let's do a movie. Let's get this in theaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it worked, you know. Yeah, it definitely did work. Yeah, with, um, that, with that budget and that that box office, that yeah, brilliant, fantastic. It, it might have also been a bit of overkill because I think the first series was like twenty four episodes. I know that's the done thing, yeah. but if they if the scripts aren't that great, I mean, it's, it's the whole funability of this gets it through. Mm. Um, and now when it well, not now, but a few years ago when it was shown, it was shown. The double episodes were shown as movies on TV. Right. Uh, but I think it's really interesting how a lot of these things just failed. I mean, you look at the Planet of the Apes TV series mm. in the mid to early 70s, you'd think that would be huge. And that, yeah, well, that only ran for like 12 episodes. Yeah, well, it's some things just don't translate very well. And I mean, those there were a string of, of Planet of the Apes films, yeah. which generally would get worse and worse as each one went on. Yeah. And I don't know when the series came out, probably at the end of, or coming to yeah, the I end mean, it, of the film series. Yeah, it would have been. Um, and people just probably had enough. Yeah. Just had enough of it by that yeah. point. And this is the, I don't, I don't know how to get away with it, but I've, I've been thinking for the last about four years that people have had enough of Marvel. Yeah. Um, the reviews for their films certainly aren't as good as they were. Yeah. And you're getting more negative, but there's so much of it. But it, it's it's the, it's the same with The Simpsons. The Simpsons still existing today is insane. It is no reason to exist, and yet they still keep making them. And pe the the level of numbers of 
how people used to watch it when it first, or at least when the second season came out, which were huge. It's never going to be even half of that ever again, those kind yeah. of numbers. Yeah. So the fact that they're still doing it, it is just out of, um, I mean, in my opinion, arrogance. Yeah, that, I mean... That, that they can. That they know that they can. I think that they, they desperately want this um, longest show ever thing yeah yeah so um, i mean with marvel marvel done sensible at least with the marvel cinematic universe they've tried to create something that is cohesive that is works you know collectively as films you can watch them individually but collectively you have a, a whole narrative a whole arc going yeah. on with all the different characters interconnected and all that kind of stuff and it's interesting i found it interesting early on it is a bit dull now yeah um it probably has in my opinion, had its had its day, and it yeah. should it should probably end soon, and hopefully they will end. Yeah. It or, soon. Or, or at least they, they won't, but at least take a break. That's how I see <laughs> oh, it. Oh no, they, 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 they can't do that. They, they won't. Can't, do. No. But um, uh, this, yeah, I it's uh, probably the wrong thing to compare it to, but I, compare it to. But I, I always think, yeah, Forty Towers, five years in the middle. Granted, they were getting a divorce and stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah. but then it's. People, I, I'm the sort of person who, if a sequel or something comes out five years later, hmm. I'm probably more excited yeah. because I've had the wait. Whereas a lot of people can't wait and they've moved on. They like other things now. There's, there's just no time to stand still now. Yeah, it's just you know you don't you don't have to wait. You don't have to do anything. You can just have and see anything when, as long as it's been made, you can see it yeah. there and then, anywhere, pretty yeah. much now. Uh, yeah, just live in a different world when it comes to uh, how we ingest media. Yeah, um, I've, I've, like a trailer for something will come out. Mm. Everyone can see it instantly. It's not like the days of you'd only see a trailer when yeah. you go to the cinema. Coming soon. Yeah, and you didn't even know when that was. Yeah, you didn't even know what the date was yet. You're still like, oh, when, when are they going to? When are they going to bring out the date that tells us when it's going to be yeah. actually out? But then, yeah. A trailer will come out, and I mentioned the TV series The Monsters earlier. Mm. There's a trailer for the new Rob Zombie one of that. Yeah. And the trailer's getting slated, like to to the point of everyone's moaning. And they've actually now is not getting a cinema release. Right. They're they're gonna it's gone straight to Netflix. And I think this is just the backlash of that trailer. Yeah. Now years ago that would have gone to the cinemas. Yeah. You know, a few thousand people would have seen it, opposed to a few million in the first few days. Yeah. And it wouldn't have got this <clears throat> instant backlash. Um, no. Um, maybe it might that might end up saving it some money if it is bad. But I, 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 well, I'm sure that's what their their yeah. thinking is. Yeah, right? and the backers of the film are like, okay, look, look they, 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 they don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> let's put it somewhere else. Yeah, it might save us a bit. Yeah, people, people are so <laughs> vocal about everything. But um, I haven't really criticised this film much. I'm just going to criticise it. A oh, bit, good. Right? That's, yeah, um, that's a bit of a critical. Yeah. Well, the, when you see the sort of base of Earth. It's exactly the same set as when you see the other planets. It's just right. a black background, yeah. and then they've moved the ships around a bit. Did you okay. pick up on that? I mean, it looks to me, yeah, just of the time TV stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah it's. You know, I mean, I, I personally can't see that as too much of a, as a criticism. No, it just it really uh, stood out right. this time. But it's probably because I was looking. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, to I, me, that's that's like something I, I could smile at. That. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's charming to me. It's, it's a bit Plan Nine, isn't yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> but if you'd have seen this, if you'd have seen this in the cinema, mm. do you think you'd have been disappointed? Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's my. It's not. It's not a film. It's not a film for the theatres. It's it's, yeah. it's TV. It's uh, shot for television. It is. It is television. 
Yeah, and they've just all of it. I think as well is shot in a studio. Yeah, completely. Obviously shot in a studio, yeah. um, and that, that's another thing where, with if they'd have made a Don't, big, big sorry, budget, yeah. big budget movie, I'm not saying yeah. they could afford to, and then done a TV series with the lower budget, I think people would have got it more. Yeah, um, but I, I think I love this series. I think if I'd have seen that at the cinema, mm. I don't think I'd have been that excited to see the series. <laughs> no. And the same thing kind of happened when Marvel done The Immortals mm -hmm. a few years ago and the, the pilot episodes were shown in IMAX. Oh, right. And that, that was one of their flops. It did, yeah, they I remember they did six episodes. Six episodes most, was it meant to do more? I, mean, I hadn't seen any of yeah. that, um, but I heard it was very bad. Well, I saw it in the cinema, and to me, it was like it was on the IMAX. It wasn't just a normal cinema, it was IMAX. Yeah, yeah. But it was a TV show in IMAX. It yeah. was like, you know. It does, that doesn't, even IMAX is not going to make any difference. You no, know, you can tell television. Yeah. You can um, see it. Yeah. And that was a, a mistake Marvel made. Yeah. And that could be something to do with, yeah, maybe the first series wasn't as a bigger hit as people seem to remember it and um, maybe I don't know maybe there was a contract for two series or something after the success of the film Probably, and then yeah. they wanted maybe they were you know bricking it to save the second series so they've done these changes yeah that, that's and then the right that's probably what happened yeah. um I've, I've got a massive book about um Buck Rogers which I should have a series which I should have read before this instead of just flicking <laughs> through the episode guys as I was watching them during lockdown and I mean, this podcast is all about us watching a thing, not necessarily, uh, you know, <laughs> doing, doing a whole sort of uh, yeah, yeah, learning about yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> this is an academic podcast. Yeah. I kind of always want to, though. That's the thing. Um, we didn't mention Tiger Man. Yeah, who's, who's like the henchman. The, yeah, man. I mean, there's there's Tiger Man. She calls one of them Tiger Man, though they all there's like a few of them that yeah. clearly are Tiger Men. Because yeah. uh, they look different, but uh, well, I mean, body—they're they're all big guys, but some of them are a bit fatter, some of them are a bit taller. But yeah. they all have the same. I, I'm guessing they must be a race yeah. of people that are tiger, tiger yeah. human, and tiger men. Yeah, yeah. And um, the big old fella. Big old fella. Yeah. They don't yeah. talk. No. But yeah. they get—they—they—they they, they act all hard, then get beat up. They get. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what they what they do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's lots of the the action scenes uh, lots of it's not like real fighting it's lots yeah. of just instantly getting knocked out yeah Buck's got a kick he does he does it's a sort of a sort of a I don't know I don't know if it's karate or yeah. what I don't know it looks a bit like a kind of martial art but yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's just and then Good he does fighting. shops as well. Yeah. It, it get, like, gets a bit Austin Powers. Yeah. Well, um, in Quantum Leap, Sam Beckett had a kick, didn't he? Yeah. He did. well, but he did do uh, martial art, didn't he? Yeah, he was, did. was it karate? I don't, I don't know, know what he did. A reference. Yeah. But they do mention that he's got, they sort of joke about it later on that he's got this one kick yeah. that he uses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the action in it is very TV. Very. Um, Completely. It, it, if you put the sort of pow and yeah. silly music, it could be Batman. Yeah. Um, but what? Absolutely. What, why does this come? Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, this we're talking about this as well. We, we do the. I, I put this for the podcast because it's kind of forgotten in a way. I mean, forgot it even got a cinematic release. Mm. But I assumed the film didn't do very well. Yeah, but you assumed wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of like right now it's a TV thing. It was yeah. um, kind of strange, and it went. I, I remember this um, reading this in the UK. It went up on ITV, they put it up against Doctor Who. 
Ooh. and it the first series at least was beating it in the ratings mm. um, which I, I kind of think is a bit stupid it's like why try you've got this, this sci-fi why try to beat the other sci-fi why not put it on a different time so people can watch Cause especially then when there was no video even probably then no. um, it makes it's just competition whereas you know if say Doctor Who was on followed by Farmers Weekly yeah. put it on when Farmers Weekly's on because then you'll get the audience flicking over. Yeah, it's yeah. like they sometimes just try to destroy themselves. Yeah, this is, they want to. They're competing. They are yeah, compete, competing with. We have a similar show to you. Yeah. We want to prove that our similar show is better than yours. Yeah. That's how they do it. Doesn't always work, though, does it? No, it doesn't. But that's that's TV. That's how they do that. Oh, that's mental. I I agree. I don't like the uh, the competition, the dog eat dog element to it. But yeah, yeah. That, that's how they do it. Um, at that point in time, uh, Doctor Who was not popular. It was on it the way. Was, it was on its way down. Yeah. It was the end of Tom, but Tom Baker coming to the end. Of Tom Baker, who'd had a huge run, longest run I think of any Doctor, um, and yeah, people would just had it. But it carried on, didn't it? They didn't it did carry there's on. There's another again, Doctor. Again, they, they flogged that horse for a good number of years following. Yeah. It just again, it was something that was just like The Simpsons. Those numbers are not coming back, but you're no, trying to keep okay. doing the show. Um, and then in the end, because it was such a loved show, yeah. the new BBC runners were just they they wouldn't get rid of it. And then one came in, and he didn't like it. He just I can't remember his name, but he didn't like sci-fi. Full stop. And so he hacks the show. Okay. And that's how, because it, 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 if I there was someone was, in charge who liked it, it was always going to stay yeah. on. But I think this was the first show on the other side to beat it with ratings right. to that oh, point. I'm not surprised, because yeah. um, I don't think there probably would have been a show like it on television or ITV. No, Sapphire well, and Steel. <laughs> well, Battlestar Galactica maybe. But was that on ITV? I'm not sure. No, um, see, I, I don't. Know. Um, but that was, but that was popular, and this is from the makers of. So that was yeah, still, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. it's possible um, there might have been something else, but I can't think of. Michael what would you have watched? Of those two, would you have been loyal to <sighs> Doctor Who? I probably, I probably would have been, but, um, but I probably would have flicked. Yeah, but this is this is to us now. It seems insane that you had to watch it there and then. You know, well, it, you would have flicked back and forth yeah. if I was getting bored. Even you might have had to get up to flick back. Yeah, and forth, yeah, yeah. Remote well, control. yeah, um, yeah. Maybe in the in the late seventies. Yeah, yeah, or, or if you had money, you could yeah. get the Tiger Man to flick it over for you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's it. it you know, it, it's strange because um, nowadays people would argue just watch both. Oh yeah, you know, um, and it's, I think it's hard for younger people, especially to imagine the days of, of uh, yeah, yeah, being next. Well, that, you're right. I mean, I remember some of, uh, having a television that wouldn't have had remote control. So, you know, there are some points where that was yeah. the case, even even in in our time. And I remember being like by the TV, going back yeah, and forth yeah. on two shows, you know, clicking yeah. the button. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Also, I think ITV would have lost viewers back then when they went to adverts people would flick over yeah well uh, of then, course um, um, yeah. Yeah. but you know that's why people pay their license that's why they pay their license exactly <laughs> yeah. um, we yeah. haven't really said anything too negative about it I, I, this show um, I don't really think for, for what it is there isn't really too much 
negative two say it clearly is of its type well put together well made yeah and um sells itself really well as as something for television not as a movie yeah but on the big screen but as a tv show this is a really good pilot yeah, yeah. this is like yeah it introduces all the characters yeah, exactly you, you, you get it doesn't bog itself down with loads and loads of information, loads of characters with loads of backstory. It just gets straight to the point of what it wants to give you. And but, that's that's it. Yeah, but, uh, especially, and the know. acting's fine. Like, yeah. There's no one in it that's bad. It, it's got fairly, you know, you know, everyone in it's good. Yeah, you know, but, like, but, decent enough for TV. Probably some of them should be doing better work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. all the characters, even the villains, are quite likable. Yeah, and that's what. Yeah, what absolutely. Sells it. And you know, I want to have a pint with Buck. Yeah, you know, he just he, 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 it's that interesting. I've always found James Bond character, or well, mostly, and as you play by that, quite arrogant, and yeah. I don't like him. Whereas I like Buck. Yeah. he's got his sense of humour isn't to wrap himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very the, American. I mean, he's very. He's very of that of that time. Very typical sort of American kind of guy. Who's, yeah. uh, he's a bit cheeky. Know, cheeky. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, sort of a bit. Sort of. Hey, look, I know I'm the best. <laughs> you know, I don't need to go around saying I'm the best. Yeah. You know, I just am. You know, yeah. and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And if you're with me, you'll have a good time. That's kind of the. He'd also help you out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's a good. You know, he's he's not. A, He's not a dick. He's not like someone in the se uh, in the sense of oh, I don't care about anyone. He clearly does care yeah. about people that are his friends and all that kind. You know, he's yeah. He's, but, well, I mean, um, mentioned earlier, there's got to be the comparison. If you look at um, Gil Gerard's acting compared to Sam Jones in Flash Gordon. Mm. So much more charismatic. Oh yeah, he hasn't maybe got the look. Well, he's an actor for a start. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean Sam Jones thought he was. <laughs> um, whereas, yeah, they didn't have to dub his voice over. Um, and it's that too. Imagine if you could combine the charisma and acting abilities mm. with the the looks of yeah. Sam Jones, you'd mm. have the perfect sci-fi hero. Yeah, or, or Harrison Ford. Or Har I was about to say, I was going to go Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, imagine that just before Empire Strikes Back, kind of, George Lucas sat there, went to the cinema to watch this, like, oh no, oh no, oh, oh phew, oh, thank God. Anyway, Empire's out soon. <laughs> yes. But then, chances are they'd have put this, because Star Wars would have been shown for many years at the cinema, probably, oh, yeah. off and on. Oh, completely, um, yeah. So, they'd have stuck the trailer for this before yeah. Star Wars, got yeah. people excited. Absolutely. Um, and it would have had a definite, right. This is going to be shown for X amount of time, and then it's going to be on the series is coming out, and then it won't be at cinemas again. Yeah. Um, whereas a film back then would. Um, yeah, played for, for years yeah. if they were popular. I bet people were also a bit annoyed with um, they'd see this film at the cinema, it's going to be a TV series, they've paid their money. Then they flick episode one of the TV series, and it's the same thing. Yeah. They'd be like, ah. That's a bit annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. seen this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what happened. I think it is. Probably. Yeah, but they would, would they split it up into two episodes. episodes? Yeah, so really you've got to sit through the same thing two Twice weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. And then it would say, I mean, they could have just shown the the next episodes because you've got the intro, you've got the yeah, why he's there. I mean, you, yeah, you could do that, but I mean, of course, some people wouldn't have seen it at the cinema. Yeah, well, they should have paid their money, time. <laughs> and, um, 
and I'm sure even some people wouldn't mind seeing it again. That's you true. Know? Yeah. But you are right. I'm sure that it was. Yeah, there would have been people that would have been annoyed with that. Yeah. As well. So. Yeah, and it's it's one of those many many things from this era what just makes me want to buy action figures. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's got it's got all the the right looks for action figures completely. Like I say, I, there is nothing wrong with it. Like, there's nothing. That, the the sets aren't bad. The costumes are good, you know. The acting's is, is fine. It's all you know. It's yeah. all fine. It's it's just like it's one of them things where you just go, okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, and actually you know? rewatching it, I think um, it's more watchable than say the A Team or Night Yeah, Rider. yeah, I agree. I, I much, I think much more. Yeah, because yeah. it's it is all about the style and the image and that sort of thing. But it's also it has got a plot. Mm -hmm. It has got well, maybe because it's based on a comic book, yeah. and a comic book. I, weirdly, I've never really had the interest to read. Yeah, I, yeah, I love this series. I definitely watch any sort of. It was reading. comic strips, wasn't it? It was uh, like in, 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 in the newspapers, newspapers and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. um, but then it did turn into comic. I did books. it. And radio shows and that yeah. Well, no, I read that the um, radio shows and the, yeah. uh, the serial, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the film serial. The film serial. I've seen some of those, and the actor um, whose name escapes me. I'm not going to look this one up. Yeah. Um, who he also played Flash Gordon does appear as an older pilot in this, oh, right, which cool. I think is really nice. nice. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's almost like passing, uh, yeah, you know, and, passing the torch, yeah, and um, passing the buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, um, <laughs> you're proud of that. You should see the smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, it's just really like when it's one of those. I think it, showing this to you, who we are my age. Um, be interesting someone a bit younger than us who'd grown up with the likes of maybe Buffy and yeah. later um, Game of Thrones to see what they'd think of it sure. um, and if you are listening and you are of that age let us know because I'd mm. be really really interested so I don't think you'd dislike it but you'd probably just think what? yeah it's a bit odd yeah um, but, but you'd be laughing probably thinking you're laughing at it but you're actually laughing with it mm -hmm. like I know people have watched the sixties Batman and be like, oh, stupid, it's meant, it's meant to be. be. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a comedy. It's silly, it's camp silliness. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's just um Which this is as well. Yeah, you, you not, can, not as no, much. No, 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 not to not to that extent, but absolutely is in the yeah. in the sense of it's it's meant to be fun. You're meant to have a good time with it, you're not meant to It's sadly T Time it. Telly, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. which sadly missed with modern TV is everything seems to be I suppose you've got the sort of which is coming to an end the um, Legends of Tomorrow type DC shows and then Marvel some of them you've got Miss Marvel and things mm. like that but you've not got that you know Lois and Clark was kind of like this but mm -hmm. 10 years later um, but Episod you, episodic things don't exist anymore to do yeah. you don't have just a story every every yeah. week which kind of thing kind of works it's almost like a sci-fi sitcom because of that it yeah. wraps up mm -hmm. um, but I suppose things change and people but yeah nothing to say that 20 years down the road shows like this won't happen yeah maybe again. maybe make a comeback um, yeah it, at the moment the um, latest Marvel Love and Thunder the four one yeah that's kind of silly like this mm. and I think that's come from maybe Marvel had got a little bit too serious yeah so yeah. probably I mean the director of that film he makes comedies 
Um, yeah, so we've been well over an hour, so <laughs> yeah. we're going to have to <laughs> okay, wrap yeah. this up, mate. Okay. So thank you for joining us, yeah. and um, we'll talk Would about that like one Would you like to give it a good number? I'll give it four out of five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well. That so, is yeah. spot on, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. See you later. Wait. What a bummer. Huge thanks to James for that. Um, yeah, we'll get him back soon. Um, maybe not for any of the comic book ones because he seems to have seen them all. But in the next season, we will uh, get some more movies out there that I'm sure he'll be keen to watch and chat about. Um, I'm not going to talk about an Asylum movie this week. Um, each episode, I, I tend to talk about a cheesy B-movie, um, kind of rip-off film made by usually the film company Asylum. But I haven't had a chance to watch any and... Um, we're basically going to stick for the next few episodes just talking about comic book things, I think, because uh, we tend to have the, a good long conversation and um, doesn't really leave much time for anything else. So um, they will return, but not um, until we finish this little season. Uh, next episode, we'll be discussing the 1995 uh, box office flop Tank Girl based on a British comic the Puka G players will be joining me for that uh, Ipswich based musicians kind of comedy musicians they've been on before I'm sure a lot of you know who they are if not do uh, look them up on the socials uh, that'll be with you very soon thanks for listening I've been Andy this is ACM's Vault of Coal. Yeah.